everybody. Welcome back to Phantom Power Music Review. It's Friday. We're going to start trying to put these out every Friday. Try to get regular with it. Uh, Wednesdays will be the music hour. Friday's the review. Artist hour on Sunday. And then the business hour on Monday. We're going to try to stick to that schedule. We'll see how it goes. So this is a value for value podcast, of course, where you are listening on a modern podcasting 2.0 app like Fountain or CurioCaster or Podcast Guru or Podverse, and your Lightning Wallet is tied into that app. And as you listen, you can send the artist little bits of Bitcoin, otherwise known as Satoshis, right? Uh, Thank you to... uh, Adam Curry, of course, for spearheading this whole thing and really uh, uh, making everybody believe in it and getting it off the ground. Um, It's definitely changed the mindset and the thought process of a boatload of musicians around the world, and it's just going to keep getting bigger and better. So what we do in the Phantom Power Music Review is uh, we listen to a couple of songs, and I give you my breakdown of them, what I like about them, why they speak to me. Um, We talk about tones and theory and chord structure and all that kind of fun music geek stuff. So, let's do it, shall we? Uh, This first track we're going to listen to is by Abby Muir out of Australia, and the song is called Stockholm. So take it away, Abby. My dear, you could throw me in the cell and tell me the world was ending. Go into detail, just how it ended for me.
So that is Stockholm by Abby Muir. And I hope you were listening to that with some good cans on, some good headphones, right? The split that happens in the guitars uh, is great, the left and right. Listen to the split in her backgrounds and how they're buried in the back. Um, Love how the bass tone changes between the verse and the chorus, and not just with the distortion pedal, but with the feel as well. Um, Great feel coming back into the second verse. Uh, the phrasing of her lyrics and the vocals is really cool too like when she hits that A chord which is the third chord in the progression she pulls off the tritone uh, for the melody which is a really hip thing to do and I also love the fact how the second chord in there which in theory should be a minor chord but she plays the the major version of it when she's you know with the melody of it um my dear, you could da 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 Love how she pulls the major chord for that second chord, which, if you go by the laws, it should be uh, a minor. So that's really cool, too. Um, let's see here. What else did I have on here? Um, oh, on the backgrounds, notice how she picks like certain words to highlight, not just phrases. That's really smart. Um, it gets pretty boring when you're just doing backgrounds and just repeating phrases like find the right words uh, find things to highlight and Abby does a really nice job of that here bridge is lovely as well gives everybody a break gives everybody's ears a break Uh, love that dirty guitar tone uh, coming out of it and did you pick up on those really subtle keyboard tones in the bridge as well um Another, I just had a whole bunch of scribble notes here. Sorry, I'm kind of like all over the shop here. Um, But the other part about the harmonies that I loved was how she'll go up and away from the lead line rather than just, you know, keeping it tight with the melody. But again, like the, I mean, aside from Abby's tone and her diction, which are fantastic, um, I love the melody choice, especially using uh, the major version of that second chord, the G sharp, and then on the melody, pulling off the tritone uh, of the third chord, uh, the A, which the tritone, of course, in this setting would be the D sharp. So, uh, great stuff there. Uh, The other thing, if you've listened to my previous uh, podcast, you know um, how I am big on dichotomy. And I think that Abby's voice in conjunction with the heaviness of the guitars and the heaviness of the track is fantastic. It's kind of like, um, you know, like Amy Lee, Pat Benatar, Haley Williams to a certain extent, right? The The separation of the EQ is really good and really cool, but here's the thing. You as the singer, you better be damn good because the band is going to hang all of your EQs out to dry. Right. If you're going to if you're going to put yourself in that setting, like your frequencies are going to exist right up there with the cymbals, the top strings on the guitar, the keyboard pipes. So um, if you as the lead singer are going to put yourself in that position, you better have some killer pipes. And Abby's got the pipes to back it up. Um, So great track uh, all around. uh, and we, we've got some more stuff from Abby that's going to be uh, coming out soon. And I believe she's got a, like a full project coming out here in 2024. Um, so always excited to hear what she's got coming out. So, all right. So there's my thoughts on Abby Muir. 
Uh, next up, what do we have? Ah, yes. This one is interesting. Rock and roll break heart and a song, Look What You Put Me Through. So let's check it out and then we'll come back and talk about it. Here we go. Well, you're probably wondering why I chose that track, because nine times out of ten, um, I will choose things that are just really well-produced, amazing vocals, very commercial, I guess you could say. Um, I don't do a, do a lot of stuff that's rough around the edges. 
And I admit, I you know, we all have our biases, and I'm and I can be a bit of a jerk when it comes to my opinion on music. But here's what I loved about this, and to me, there is a whole hell of a lot to love about what this dude is doing. A lot of times when I'm listening to a song, if I can, and I've said this before, if I can tell where the song is going to go, like if, like I'll start guessing on chord progressions, on melodies, and if I start guessing correctly, uh, I'm going to turn it off because I'm like, this is boring, right? Here's another thing. I'll hear something where it's like, ooh, the slide sounds great coming in, and then the EQ on the drums is off or the guitar is out of tune, and I'm like, oh, God, this is not this is going to be awful, and I'm, and I'm just going to tune it off. I apologize. I'm a little bit of an arrogant prick, I guess you want to say when it comes to music. Um, but if I hear things that are off, I'm going to turn it off. But when I hear something like this, where the entire mix is raw and authentic, where the entire song is beautifully unbalanced, I am absolutely hooked. I'm absolutely hooked. Is this guy a great singer? Not really, but does he get the point across? Yeah. You guys ever heard of Tom Waits? You ever heard of Leonard Cohen? I love this guy's voice because it's perfect for the lyrics and it's perfect for the production. I love the drums. I love the guitar. I love the ba- I love everything about this because it's perfect for the production. Because it's perfect for the vibe. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like Joe Walsh. It's kind of like the James Gang. It's. It's a lot like Tom Waits, and I mean all of this as a compliment. I could not pull off something like this. It is rough and raw and beautiful and I don't have that feel in me um I I wish I did I I wish I did um I I, I'm not gonna break down the chords I'm not gonna break down the melody I love this song for the feel I love this production for the feel I love the presentation for the feel another one that you should go listen to is rock and roll demon also by this guy rock and roll Breakheart. You got to check out this guy's stuff. It is beautifully imperfect. It's like throw it up in the you know throw a mic up in the room and do one take, and it's and everything comes out great. Just raw energy. It's like Tom Waits. It's like the Clash. That's what speaks to me on this. This this track, everything that I've heard of his up on Wave Lake is just dripping with vibe. It is perfectly imperfect. And that's what I dig about it. And I hope you guys liked it too. Cool? All right. Next one. Let's move on to Leaving Chicago by Red Arrow Highway. Check it out. She's on a night train leaving Chicago. Forgot about me before she got through Ohio. She's still scared of airports. She'll be there tomorrow. I said, wherever you go, I'll follow. But I think that that gesture might be hollow. Cause deep down I know that I'm not gonna go. I'll have to see how I feel tomorrow. Glad you're on a night train leaving Chicago. Cause I like here more than her. Feeling we are changing to her. She's on a night train leaving Chicago. She's on a night train. 
here I'm breaking the clocks If wind is just air filling up a vacuum Then I will not move No, I'll be a statue You can change the house But you're stuck with the view and I like this one Go find something new Cause I like here more than her Okay, so you know how I said before that if I can guess where it's going to go, I'm going to turn it off, right? These guys had me guessing from the very first drop. I love the all-start in the band, but actually the very first thing I noticed is that beautiful anticipation on the kick pattern. She's on a boom, right? Just, ah, it's great. Just a nice, fl- nice push coming in. The energy, and this is Nate Jonathan singing. Uh, uh, Nate, I hope I got your last name right, by the way. Love the energy and the vocal production. It's a perfect match for the energy of the lyrics. The rhymes in this are fantastic. The lyrics are great. Chord changes. It's, you know, I mean, you want to break it down? All right, it's G, E minor, C, right? Pretty much throughout the whole track. Works. Brilliant. You don't have to be complicated to write a kick-ass tune. Absolutely love that. Love the dropout in the pre-chorus. Uh, the, the, the first pre-chorus. And then how the whole band comes just, you know, blazing back in when the chorus drops. Thematically, I love how they gave it all away with the very first line of the song, but then they keep using it, right? And then they d- double chorus at the end. Like, you would think that big buildup after the second verse when the bass drops out, like, that's going to be a chorus, but that's like an extended second verse. Like, the arrangement is so cool. And they do a solo after the first chorus, before the second verse. G- great. You know, and I was fascinated that this song is only two minutes and 30 seconds long. It felt longer. Love, just l- love the arrangement, love the production, love the energy. Would love to see this live. I like you could just imagine like this band, you know, blazing through their set and everybody's waiting for this one. And then he hits, she's on a night train, and the place just blows up, right? Just absolutely dig that track. Absolutely dig that track. Look and, and look up Nate's stuff. Um, he's all over Wave Like he's got a boatload of stuff up there. Hell of a writer, man. Great. I, I always love writers who, uh, you know, ju- jump around genres a lot. Speaking of genre jumping, how about this? This is Hey Love by Marina Osk out of Iceland. Hey 
caught me off guard. Hey, love, I took it quite hard. Oh, love, you got me good. Wildest dreams aside, I never thought I'd dare admit it. But hey, love, I ain't doing alright since love. My head is all fried. But love, I like the fact you stumbled my way. Seemed so charming and swell, but since that fateful day, I've been trying to stay away. Hey, love, I'm not used to this thing called love. It sure ain't no fling, but love, I like the fact you stumbled my way. Let me just start by saying, I believe on trumpet is a gentleman in Stockholm by the name of Eric Tangholm. Tangholm? Uh, Michael Asmundsen on guitar and Johan Tangholm on bass. And Philotme, my Swedish is awful. It's worse than my German. I can talk for 20 minutes on this track. Um, it belongs in the fake book like page 178 right before hot toddy it's right up there in my opinion with any great standard 
Marina, just so you know, has a bachelor's in jazz vocals, um, I believe from a conservatory in Holland, and then she has her master's in jazz music from a royal conservatory in Stockholm. So she's not messing around, dude. Her tone and her diction are just phenomenal. I always love to hear people sing in a language that is not their mother tongue and you would never know i'm assuming english and i've spoken with her um you would never know just like if 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 you never had a conversation with her you would never know that english is her third or fourth language whatever it is i'm i'm assuming um you know like most europeans she's got at least three under her hat um swedish icelandic english and who knows what else did you notice on this track how hard it swung without a drummer do you know how hard that is to pull off that band is so stunning the arrangement's great the writing is great of course as well <clears throat> and from a true jazz format it's aaba right verse one verse two b section back to a verse trumpet solo where he takes uh, a full full ride and then and and then oh by the way let's just scat because we're so darn good at it um her scatting is fantastic it's so subtle and it's so sweet i i honestly i i can't think of another jazz vocalist that she reminds me of like it's it would be a sin to compare her to uh bjork but i hear but every now and then bjork does some cool little jazz stuff and i'm like okay am i just thinking that because they're both from iceland right it would be a sin to compare her to another uh great Scandinavian uh, female jazz singer Monica Zetterlund because Monica's register was lower and Monica could never sing as sweet and as pristine as Marina is singing in many respects and I wrote about this on a blog uh, when I first came across her music uh, like a year and a half ago um, she kind of reminds me of Sarah Bareilles in a way right but I'm I'm I just adore her voice. I adore her writing. Um, I would really encourage you guys to go online and find the rest of her stuff. She's going to be releasing more here in the Value for Value space. Um, but the world needs more jazz musicians like Marina. Um, it is my favorite genre to play because it scares the hell out of me. Because it always forces me to be a better musician. And... <laughs> And I, I just had to chuckle as I was sitting down kind of playing along with it. I'm like, of course it's in D-flat. Like, oh, they. Like, can, can, could we not choose an easier key for the piano player, please? Let alone your bass player <clears throat> and your guitarist. Although they probably all turned, turned down a half step. But really, Marina, did you have to do it in D-flat? You're killing the piano players. Maybe that's why you didn't have a piano player on the track. <laughs> Um, but I love the production. I love how hard the band swings when there's no drummer. Um, the trumpet solo is gorgeous. 
uh, you know, your rhythm section in this track, that's your guitar player, that's your bass player, and if you didn't like the intro and the ending, you need to check your pulse. There's something wrong with you. Gorgeous production, gorgeous melody, and I love how sweet her voice is in conjunction with the theme of the lyrics. Like I said, I could go on for 20 minutes about this song. I adore her writing, um, but she knows this. We've talked offline. So, all right, guys, that'll do it. That is episode 11 of the Phantom Power Music Review. Like I said, we're going to try and do this every Friday. We'll see how it goes, right? Life life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. That's one of my favorite sayings. Uh, but thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you, merci from all, to uh, Absolute Absalem for the bumper music. Uh, muchas gracias to our amigo Dovidas at RSS Blue out there in London for hosting these shows. And uh, if you guys have any suggestions, you guys want me to review something, shoot me a note on um, Noster or Twitter or Instagram. Track me down. I'm on the north side of Nashville. I'm not that hard to find. So, all right, guys, take care. Smile for the mugshot. Thanks for listening. <laughs>